Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my fantabulous co-host, Mozzie. How you doing? I love it. Excellent. Just making up some play. words here. Yep. You just combine the shit. I feel you know. like, though, it's, it's such a like commonplace made-up turn that it's almost become real. Fantabulous. Yeah. I mean, all words are made up, right? Fantastical. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare made up a shit of words. So. Shit ton of words. Uh, basically Shakespeare. Betwixt. Yeah, I think he made up the word like vomit or barf or something like that, actually. He did have some pretty savage insults. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was basically a battle rapper. <laughs> Before his time. Uh-huh. So. He had, like, adversity growing up, got through the plague. <laughs> Only one in his family basically not to die from mm-hmm. it. Raps about, yeah, the struggles and strap, or was it, like, Stratford upon Avon or Avon upon Stratford? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. One the of original two. celebrity to date Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> Avon upon Stratford, that's what it is. Stratford right? upon Avon. Hey, you had it. Yeah, one way or the other. So, anyway, we had um, <clears throat> a pretty a pretty good week fourteen. A lot we had a lot of good calls. Some misses, but I think some of like especially like some of our like deeper like not as like obvious calls hit pretty well, which is always reassuring. But yeah, yeah, I thought we did pretty good. It was a pretty mm-hmm. good week. Yeah, pick picks were decent. I was nine and six. Uh, I did not pick the Tennessee Oakland game at all, and you went twelve and four. So you're you're sitting at a solid overall uh, line here. Let me see. Let me let me do this math. Yeah, I'm at one thirty and seventy five. Yeah, you're hitting sixty three percent right now. It looks like. I yeah, boom. Pretty good. Better than those analysts over there. Uh huh. I assume better than Boog. <laughs> so this well, what was his like awful? Like miscue. He was talking about uh, the flea flicker not working. Oh, trust on it. And um, basically, he's like, "Oh, they won't bite on it." And then the replay shows them all biting on it. And the only <laughs> reason it didn't work was because like there was like horrible blocking on the left side of the line, and it got to him, got to Lens. It was just hilarious. It's like, and they they would never bite on it. Shows them all just rush forward to it. It was so funny. Oh my god! Come on, booger. Classic Boog. <laughs> but oh, man. Fucking, like, the, like, I love how like, like the players rip on Boog now too. That's what makes it wonderful that like everyone's in on it. Oh, he had another. He had something else too, though. He said something like, "Oh gosh, how many Boogisms did we get this weekend?" <laughs> oh gosh, I'm curious what the other one was because I'm sure there was another one that just like Wait. isn't coming to to come to mind. He had no idea who I'd, who was coming inside of him. <laughs> Great. That's you know that's just unfortunate that you that you said that. But. Yeah, there was one where I like he like uh, can't remember what play it was, but there was some face masks going. Um, uh, there's like some stiff arms. I can't remember who it was stiff arming who, but the one of the announcers said like, "Oh yeah, he just got a facial or something like that." Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, was it, was. it wasn't the Matt Ryan one, was it? No, it, it was, it was this like past that. week. I think it was it might have been Monday night. Cause I'm trying to remember if there were any like runs. But I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, the Matt Ryan one was hilarious. Like the um, like the foreign like broadcast of them were hilarious. As far as he just um, got a facial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there was like a Portuguese one like broadcast of that Matt Ryan like getting just wrecked, and it was hilarious. I need to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so we're getting into to last week's games. I guess we'll uh, start with Thursday, Cowboys and Bears. Um, we joked about how they're like, oh man, if the Cowboys lose this, then so on and so forth. And they did lose somehow. They, they did lose. Mitch Trubisky, uh, did his best Lamar Jackson impression. Yeah, man, that was ridiculous. The Chicago's offense isn't that good. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, because Mitch has been playing better over the last month, but you can't let him throw for three and run for one on you. So that's just I think it's all just sort of happenstance. I don't really believe in him. No, yeah. Well, just it's kind of funny because this may just put Chicago further into purgatory on it, but... Right. Sure. Yeah, it was just not a good game. Like, Dallas just was bad. <laughs> I need to pull up the game really quickly just because I'm, I'm like, forgetting now. I mean, yeah. Zeke, Zeke did well. The biggest thing was, like, Dak, like, the, I mean, the passing game wasn't really hitting. It was, like, very poor completion percentage. Yeah. I mean, they're they're definitely a run funnel, right? The Bears with that, like, the way their run defense has been. They're yeah. more vulnerable against the run. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just Dallas kept having, like, three and outs and, like, you know, poor drives and then third quarter comes all of a sudden you're down 724 like yeah i mean dak was 27 of 49 that's not ideal that's really bad so like because yeah dallas scored that early touchdown got a pick and then just punt punt and miss field goal punt punt like td punt downs like <laughs> td punt downs <laughs> punt punt I need to like ad lib that, like have like Jason Garrett collapse. Like that, there's your clap is like the <laughs> right. Yeah. You need the clap in the background. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like Allen Robinson has been balling lately too, as far as like kind of overcoming the situation, like we talked about. But he he's been on fire. Like I guess kind of uh, sort of jumping ahead. Like if you're looking at like Allen Robinson and Odell, like I trust Allen Robinson more than Odell at this point. Uh yeah. Yeah, it would seem that way. Especially as of late. That's just me. But it's weird to say, but it does seem that way. Uh, so, yeah, Alan Robinson is back is back in my good favor. I mean, I like him in general, but I feel like I can trust him now. But, yeah, dude. Trust him. He did have it, the most targets. He had eight. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm just, Jason Garrett needs to go, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's painfully obvious at this point. <laughs> the only reason they haven't done it is because it doesn't really help the team to get rid of him now. Like, who else would they put in his place? Callum Moore, maybe? Right. Go get Ron Rivera midseason. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, like, how he would do as opposed to... Uh... I don't think he would mesh with uh, Jerry Jones particularly. Probably well. not. He needs to go... I was just about to say the Giants, and I realized then he would be back with Gettleman. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I've heard uh, about the Giants wanting, wanting Garrett... Hilarious! I think that's a lot, right? Wait, who? I'm pretty sure that was that's what it was. Either him or McCarthy, or maybe the Panthers. Someone wanted McCarthy, someone wanted Garrett, and I just didn't get any of it. None of it makes any sense. It should not be that way. This doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so we next up we had uh, said uh, Panthers and uh, the Falcons, and as we kind of guessed, the Panthers were pretty flat. Yeah. It's like they just lost something close to them. Mm-hmm. It's like they were emotionally distraught or something, you know? Wrecked. But, yeah, this one was a close game going into the half, and then the floodgate just opened. Atlanta just started thonging. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty impressive performance from Atlanta. We kind of were on them having a good game and taking mm-hmm. this one. We like kind of liked Freeman, even though we hadn't done much this year, and he did pretty well. Yeah. Matt Ryan was, of course, good as ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're get they're getting some alignment back. They did unfortunately lose Ridley. What's the what's the term for that? Like the Pyrrhic victory? Is that what it is? I can't remember. Pyrrhic victory. Yeah. yeah, you win, but you also lost. Yeah, so that's a bummer there. But they got Lindstrom back. I'm pretty sure. And then um, I think they might be getting another lineman back next week. So there there's you know some pluses on the horizon for 
Atlanta's out with the next few games. But yeah, so Panthers second half, they had fumble, punt, fumble, punt, interception. Wow. That's so bad. Like that's man. Fumble, punt, fumble, punt. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's pretty rough. Like that's hard to overcome. But <laughs> so okay, looking into Lyman here, so I think Atlanta got Caleb McGarry back, I'll double check. And then um I think Lindstrom was already back. I'll double check. But they did not get Carpenter back. So yeah, get, getting getting your line healthy back. We talk about this all the time, but it's so important. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they've got McGarry and I think Mac Carpenter and Matthews. Yeah, I don't think um did it, was it Carpenter? Is that who I was saying? Wasn't back. Someone wasn't quite back yet. They're still missing um Carpenter. Yeah. But um, yeah, they got McGarry and Lynchard back, and that, that helped uh, Devontae's case a ton, too. So, right, their running game was actually on track for once, which was wild. But, yeah, so that they're they're fun to play spoiler as far as all these divisional games go. But, yeah, Panthers look rough. The, the Kyle Allen hype has sufficiently died down. Yeah, is dead. Mm-hmm. But next up we had uh, Ravens, or Ravens at Bills, and this was a good game. Um, it was super close until the end, so... That was, you know, it was a good game. Like, Buffalo yeah. held their own against Baltimore. So, that's why I'm actually kind of intrigued by the, was it the Sunday night game of Bills at Steelers? That's going to be actually pretty interesting, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Bills aren't complete fool's gold. They're definitely a good team in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. They're inconsistent offensively is their mm-hmm. biggest problem. Yeah. But they definitely had a chance. Yeah, they got under the Baltimore 16 with a minute left. So, yeah. They, yeah, they definitely had a legit chance, but uh, Marcus Peters again making big plays, dude. He's he's had such a good time there. Oh man, what a great ad for them that that's been. Like he just fits so well there, mm-hmm. having fun. Their defense looks energized. Yeah, that like I mean, if we're talking about like best acquisitions on the year, like that, and then like Emmanuel Sanders are the two that come to mind for me. I'm trying that to get any and other... Mika Fitzpatrick, or yeah, all that too. Yeah, those three. For sure. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's really popping in my mind. Like Jalen Ramsey's up there, but it's not nearly as good as these. Yeah, it hasn't been as impactful, for sure. Clowney's been good for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Been really good. <laughs> Better than he was with the Texans. Yeah. God, it's hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. Not a trade, but Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell yeah, dude. I thought it was a trade restructured cont- contract, actually. Yeah, it was. Well, I meant like like in season though. Is what I was. Meaning. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. in season, but yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's mm. freaking Tannehill, man. Totally I nice. love, I love it though. I like when the players shift around. Yeah, dude. Like, I guess we can kind of jump around to that game a little bit, like because we're on Tannehill. But sure. Yeah, dude, he's rolling. Titans are rolling. Derrick Henry's like Derrick Henry's the stud every week. Like, that's crazy. It's nuts. Is he, uh, what rank is he in terms of fantasy now? I'm curious. I think he's second. I think McCaffrey's still first. I'll check, but. Oof. He looks like he's third. Uh, okay, who's second? Is it Zeke still? Or Dalvin, Dalvin, I mean, probably. Cause, McCaffrey, I mean, Cook, Zeke. Because I, I would imagine Henry has to be pretty high up there, right? Let me see. Fantasy points. And half PPR is third. McCaffrey's still got the huge lead, and then Dalvin's sufficiently second, and Henry's third now. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like nailing those third round running backs, like Henry and Aaron Jones were the were the guys to take there in the third round. Yeah, I wanted sure. both of them. Mm-hmm. 
I would argue I'd Henry, like, he's only a few fancy points ahead, but I'd argue Henry's been a lot better as far as consistency goes. Because he's had the blow-up games, but he's only had, what, two single-digit games. His blow-up, though, is, like, the perfect time of year. Since week nine, he hasn't gotten below 22 points. Dang. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, meanwhile, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Jones has one, two, three, four, five single-digit games. But yeah, and so then uh, Henry has the two, two and yeah. six and eight. So That was... But, that was that was early seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's been going insane. Pretty much since Tannehill came in, right? It's really been week 10, yeah. Because week 10, Kansas City, that was when his average went to 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tannehill came in fully, I guess, week 7. And then after that, it started really hitting. That's kind of that's so funny. <coughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, as expected. He rolled again. It doesn't really seem like the matchup matters for him. If the offense is rolling, he is going to roll as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Titans are like looking really. I, this is kind of one of the weirder stories of the year, honestly. That I feel like isn't like getting looked at as much. But I mean, the offense should keep going the next, at least next week. Um, Saints are Saints are a good test. We're gonna really see like, okay, what are the Titans that end week sixteen? But yeah. I'm so excited though. I I am rooting for the Titans right now. I like <laughs> I like seeing Tannehill and Henry and them do well. Yeah, and AJ Henry, Brown's been balling out too. AJ Brown too. He was my favorite receiver in the, coming out of the draft, even ahead of Debo, mm-hmm. just in terms of pure talent. I just Ooh. didn't like where he went. But now they have Tannehill instead. That changes things. Uh, they're meshing well. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, he was he was like so like the. You know how a lot of times, like, people will, like, get, like, kind of ahead of year or, like, talk about it a lot, like, during the season or, like, before the college season starts. Like, okay, these guys who are going to come out, this order. Like, A.J. Brown was pretty much everyone's, like, number one before that college season started. And he was still, like, a top three to five guy for sure. But I think people kind of, right. like, overlooked him a little too much because he he's, like, the best all-around receiver coming out of the draft. Yeah, I, I thought he was the most complete receiver. He was a very like excellent route runner with good hands and physicality and could get separation. Like he was, <laughs> he yeah, was my Anquan Bolden comparison. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing really to like, not like about him. And he's like a physical specimen too, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's so... like mini DK. <laughs> Definitely turns a little better. DK is mini Calvin Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, if you mesh those two, you get Calvin Johnson, I think like, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is or maybe crazy. like Julio and DK. Uh-huh. <laughs> But Cow is wild. Anyway, next up we had uh, Bengals and Browns, and we saw the Browns really get a win they didn't deserve. Like, <laughs> I know, like the Bengals probably should have won that game. What an ugly win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Baker was not good. Bengals had like nine more minutes of time of possession. They just kind of lucked into a win. Like, Gross. any, literally almost, I think any other team would have beat them in that situation, right? Honestly, probably. Like, any other team but the Bengals. Yeah, because like, even the Dolphins, like, even even Washington. Like, maybe like, yeah. the, I was like, maybe the Redskins. That's I mean, the only they, one I was like, maybe. Because <laughs> they, they, they've been, like, putting up fights recently, Washington has. so like They have, yeah. With Because, I mean, they beat the Panthers, so. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, they Never. got Ron Rivera fired, so. <laughs> yeah, um. But yeah, Mixon, Mixon's balling out though. That's like the wild part of this is like he's actually been getting about touches. Damn time! Yeah, he's looked really, really good the last few weeks, and it's a bummer. There's no guy. reason like he shouldn't have been doing this well all year. They just weren't using him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like a Sisyphean effort there as far as like 
they need why they they why they have to bench Dalton, man. <laughs> but yeah, he's finally been kind of fantasy relevant. It's probably too late. Like if you have him, you're probably you're probably fucked. But I drafted him in my homer league, and it really fucked me. But I traded him for Singletary. So, like, now I kind of wish I still had Mixon, but Singletary was better for me during the season by a long, mm-hmm. like, a long shot. Yeah, pretty much like the last five weeks. Like, they gave him just, like, they got thrashed in Baltimore game, but, like, they just gave him a bunch of touches. And since then, he's been pretty solid, um, which is weird to think about. Yeah. But yeah, he just donged on Cleveland, which is really, really funny. D-d-dong. So, next week against the Patriots, I, eh, but not... I don't know. We'll we'll get into that more and once once you start going to next more, but not super exciting. Oh yeah. And then next up we have the aforementioned Redskins at the Packers, and on the Packers won, but like it didn't really seem like they like. It, I mean, it wasn't commanding by any means. It really wasn't. It wasn't that impressive of a win. Green Bay's defense looks super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like Washington has been putting up a fight, but their offensive line is still not good. They still have, like, errant throws by their rookie quarterback who's not that mobile. And, like, there's there's not really an excuse to be 10-3 and three and beat the Redskins by 5. Mm. Yeah, like, the Packers <laughs> do not feel like a 10-3 to three team to me. So they <laughs> beat, beat Washington, beat the Giants, got thrashed by the Niners, beat the Panthers, got whooped by the Chargers, like the last few games just i don't know they don't they don't feel like a contender to me no my the packers are one of my watch teams because they have a plus 39 point differential wow at 10 and 3 that's awful yeah they're squeaking out the wins which i guess it's a matter of like is it good coaching or is it luck i mean that's kind of where it is around the point differentials that's what you kind of talked about is which which is it when it's that off right like the Texans are eight and five, and they're only plus eight. That's luck. Yeah, Watson. It's definitely not. Yeah, and the other one is the Seahawks, who are ten and three and just plus twenty. Mm-hmm. Which that's the thing. Like when you have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, you're like, okay, that's yeah, exactly. They're covering up deficiencies in the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And something because they didn't they how, how badly they lose to Baltimore? I'm trying to remember. Not that badly. You like that was a while ago. They lost by fourteen, so not too bad, but. Yeah, it's uh, I'll look at point differentials. It like feels like it tells like a really wild story. Like, oh, this team is kind of good, right? Like the Bears good. are plus eleven, but they're only seven and six. That actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are <laughs> plus sixty-seven, but they're six and seven. Yup, that's ridiculous. That says everything you need to know about Jason Garrett, which is hilarious. But underperforming. So, oh, oh, oh yeah. Also, the uh, our biggest watch of the year. Pats are currently plus 170. Dolphins are currently minus 178. So, oh my god! <clears throat> I think I think we said Dolphins would finish worse. I can't remember what we said last. I think we did. I'm, like the Patriots get the uh, Bengals this week too, so that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny, but shit. Anyway, back on track a little bit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, the Packers, man, like. Uh, I don't think they're legit. Yeah, no, they seem like a one and done in the playoffs to me. Oh yeah, for sure. I can I like, see that. I like Rodgers a lot, but they just don't seem that complete to me. But yeah, we did both pick them, so we got the, that one right too. Because uh, right now they would host Seattle, and I would I would pick Seattle. 
probably, right? Would like, it be in Seattle? Right now it'd be in Green Bay. I'd still probably take Seattle. Uh huh. But they're either like they're either what? So right now they're the two seed, but if they flip into the like if they flip into a wild card somehow, that would really change it. So Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the next game we had is just a load. Oh man. Good timing. Detroit at Minnesota. Yeah, so that game was I mean, I don't know. I don't know when, anyone, at, when yeah. as expected. Yeah, it was boring. Not much from Detroit. Did get yeah. garbage time, Kenny. So that you know helped your team if you had him in. Yeah, but, that helped me. I needed it. <laughs> yeah, Literally well, needed it. <laughs> yep, yeah, that saved your bottom, huh? So, Kenny, I knew I should start him. I knew it. He was so he was one of my like bold calls this week because I usually always sit Kenny against Savior Rhodes, but this week I just sort of had a feeling. I'm like, this seems like he, mm-hmm. this is the time he actually gets one. Yeah, you nailed that, and then. Because, yeah, Marvin Jones, all Marvin Jones is on IR now, actually, so. Really? Yeah, for sure. They put him on IR recently. Yeah, there's, there are so many injuries. Like, so many guys are just done for. It's wild. Oh, man. Yeah, Kenny should be getting a lot more targets this week, too. But, yeah, he was definitely the guy. You, you nailed that one because I know I was. I think I was more on Marvin just because off of, like, what has you know, happened usually. But so you well, it's almost like always that. Marvin. Uh-huh. This was, like, the one time. I was like, it's not this time. <laughs> Marvin but yeah, Cook played fine. Cousins played fine. Like Vikings rolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Cook played. He got his 18 carries, but like Madison also still got like 14 carries. Like it was, <laughs> they didn't need to play Cook a ton. That's why like I wasn't like bullish on Cook even if he played because like low right. ceiling. I think yeah. I think my exact words were if Cook plays like I think I don't remember who I was talking about this. Like he's a nice like safe option just to not fucking kill you, but his ceiling is not high. So yeah, it depends exactly. if your favorite underdog. And that was. Accurate. So, dude, I've been looking at the receiving here. Like, they didn't have to pass much at all. And, like, outside of Diggs, like, there was, like, no receiving yardage. It was hilarious. Like, Diggs had 92, and then after that, like, Treadwell had two for 42, and everyone else just got, like, a couple balls. This is kind of, this is literally just, like, a scrimmage. <laughs> but, yeah. So, next up, we have, um, so I, <laughs> I just looked at our notes. We have Rip Line, Seth slash Patricia. So yeah, I guess. Do you think Patricia is alive in the Lions after this year, or what do you think? I don't know. The Lions could do a lot of things this off season, or they could do absolutely nothing. They could like go low in the draft, draft a quarterback if Stafford's not healthy, get rid of their head coach, and totally change things up. Or they could do literally nothing, keep Patricia, keep Stafford, and just hope again for next year. I don't know which it's going to be, but the team looks like it's just totally quit. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel it. more confident in them doing nothing just based on history. <laughs> right. Ex- yeah, exactly. Like, historically speaking, they will do nothing and nothing will change. Mm-hmm. But they probably need to because, like, they aren't even trying. They no, yeah, even it's, trying. it's gross. And but. their team's just has no energy or yeah, no energy, motivation. no I mean, they're on third string quarterback. Like, uh, it's hard to like. Get I, yeah, I totally it. get that. The Jets fucking had what's his face for the first half of the uh, year. Luke Falk. Yeah, Trevor Simeon. His forgettable name. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Falk is a play name, huh? <laughs> That's it's, like quintessential Madden name. Yeah, or like just like yeah, like generating a random name for like your like kicker. Like, Luke Falk sounds like a kicker name. I think that's it the does. issue. <laughs> it's totally a kicker name. <laughs> I think we found his actual calling. Yeah, man. But, 
<laughs> so next up, we had 49ers at Saints. This was a crazy good game. Oh, it was amazing. nuts, though. And Kittle, man. Kittle putting his print on the game at the end was wild. I know, man. He had He's, like, had the catch. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to, like, watch him for the next several years because he's only 26, so he's got a lot of George Kittle head over. crazy. His yards after catch are dope. Yeah. He's... He gets the ball and he doesn't stop. He just goes beast mode. I love it. So. And he's really good at everything else, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can block, too. He's a big son of a gun, but... Yeah, dude, this game, there was no defense in this game. <laughs> Whatsoever. Part, yeah, part of it was just more competent offenses, too. Like, it's not that the defense are just trash, but, like, these are two, like, well-oiled teams. Like, Yeah, it really, to me, looked like two fucking, like, genius offenses just blitzing at each other. This was Sean Payton and Kyle Shanahan, so this is a pretty awesome offensive matchup. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to out-duel each other. It was fun. Yeah, like, as I'm just like, okay, I mean... I feel bad for the defense. <laughs> like, right, yeah, like they a defense has to be reactionary for most of the time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like a play happens, they adjust so it doesn't happen again, and the offense adjusts. But when the offense is just literally like something new on every different play of the defense, it's like, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> and, but, yeah, five. So, Garoppolo, four touchdowns. Breeze, five touchdowns. Just wild day. Um, Jared Cook got two before he got concussed and had to leave, but yeah, and Josh Hill got two, didn't he? Or he um, got at least one. Yeah, he got one. Trey Carl Smith showed up. Literally, like everyone in this game was good for fantasy, like except for Camara, which was weird and annoying and wild. But man, he just can't <laughs> get annoying any... and wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Saints scored forty six points, and Camara had like seven fantasy points or some bullshit. It was so low, like. He just cannot get any of these touchdowns. It's it's, it's just funny at this point. But <sighs> Poor Kamara. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, Raheem Mostert appears to be the guy. And something came out today, Kyle Shannon, talking about how he likes to use committees, but like Mostert's kind of like been, he's pretty much like forced his hand because of how well he's been playing. So I think we're going to keep seeing more Mostert going forward. Don't you cut that mustard. <laughs> guess how Go. many guess how many rushing yards he had? 69. Hey. Nice. Nice. On 10 carries, so he also had 6.9 yards per carry. And receiving game, too. But, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was the big guy in this one. Just balling out, throwing for a touchdown. Yeah, he balled out. He had, like, 30 fantasy points. Mm -hmm. When you you get a ton of yards and catch a touchdown and throw a touchdown, that's... (laughs) You're going to have a good day. Uh, Yeah, I guess he threw the TD to, to Raheem Mostert. And it was like a on the run good pass too. Like like he was like scrambling. It was funny. I was like, dang, like you're better than whoever, you know, a lot of his couple teams they'd be throwing out. Well, yeah, everybody got to have a good day, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Even Debo got his. He had like five for seventy six. Yeah, he's been so consistent the last like four or five weeks. Yeah, I know, I know you love Debo. It's been nice for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Kittle, six for sixty seven and a score. Yeah, he's gotten, so his last five weeks, um, Debo had 76 yards, and he got 41 at a touch, 50 in a touch, and then 134 and 112 yards. So he's been killing it for you for fantasy. Uh, but you liked uh, Kendrick Bourne, too. Yeah, so Kendrick Bourne was my deep call, and he snagged two tutties. So Two tutties? Were, yeah, four targets, three catches, two touchdowns, 18 yards. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. So what happens when you get P.J. Williams coverage? I'll have to check who was covering him on the touchdowns if I can find it. But, I mean, yeah, the that, that deep call did work, so that was nice. 
I thought one was Marcus Williams, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I don't remember on who it was, but... He was on somebody's, and I was just like, wow, that was great. Because <laughs> yeah, outside of their top two, they're a lot weaker um, at the corner. So, love Good to show. see it. Love to see it. So, um, next up we had Dolphins at Jets. This is quite an incompetent game in general. Um, at least for the Dolphins. It was for pretty much everyone, really. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many field goals this game. Sanders had seven. Yeah, wow. all of the Dolphins' points were uh, yeah. field goals. Yes, there were ten total field goals in this game, if you include the Jets here. Jesus. Uh, so Bell was a surprise inactive that I had to take out mm-hmm. Saturday night, which sucked. So Yeah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I wish we had known because if we had, we would have easily told you to get Bilal Powell. Uh, I think he was the obvious handcuff, at least. So that was good. He had a solid week. Got what? Uh, like almost 20. He got over 20 touches. So he didn't get the ends up. He had a fine fill in game for sure. Um, it was Robbie week again, though, man. Robbie's been pretty consistent lately. Yeah, man. I love to see it. The only I downside, may. though, is he gets Baltimore this week. So I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, trust no, I, that to continue. I think he he had his streak, and it's probably over. Yeah. We'll get but, to that later, but yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. That was that was one of the reasons in leagues where I had to drop him. I was like, well, I'm not going to use him this week because you know, like buys or whatever. And then I, I'm like, I know I'm not going to use him in the playoffs. That was like a big thing because Ravens Steelers is not a pleasant time. No, neither of those are good. And then it's also Bills, which I don't like either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but. With the Dolphins, once uh, Devontae Parker went out, one, the offense just went pretty flat, which is kind of weird to think about the offense going flat when Devontae Parker has to get out. But (laughs) that's funny. And two, Isaiah Ford was a big beneficiary who'd done pretty much nothing all year. And Fitzpatrick seemed to be into, so kind of an interesting guy there. And then, of course, the Dolphins can't run the ball, but. (laughs) Well, they have a. What's his face now? Laird. Laird. Yeah, which there's been a ton of Twitter joking about, which is hilarious. But oh, I'm sure. <laughs> good old Twitter. But yeah, Devontae Parker had to leave early, and um, unfortunately, Mike Gusecki did not get going. He was someone I liked that didn't pan out. But Fitzpatrick rushed for 65 yards, which is kind of funny, doing his be- the best Lamar impression. Yeah, that kind of saved his fantasy day. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any scores, I don't think, in one pick. But he had a good amount of yardage just on the ground and in the air. Yeah. Well, this was uh, – have we have we ever seen such, like, a mediocre day from him? It's usually, like – because I was like, oh, do we get Fitztragic here? I know we just got, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Not not Fitzmagic or Fitztragic, just Fitzpatrick, <laughs> which is kind of rare. <laughs> it's just Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Just call that. me Ryan. What's a Harvard unit? Did you know this guy's IQ is like high? Whoa. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next up we have uh, Colts at Bucks. And Bucks pull this one out. Um, a lot of scoring in this game. There's a lot of James picks, of course. Gotta be. There's a pick six. Which Darius Leonard, man, he's been balling. They are. Yeah, I mean, he's fast. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's so good. He's fast for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a bummer to see the Colts kind of going as the yeah, year goes off. Yeah, they're tapering off a bit. Uh huh. They're a well coached team, but they just don't have it. Yeah, they, they. I mean, they have a lot of injuries. No one's like 
really available. Like Marcus Johnson and Zach Pascal are the receivers. Like, yeah, man. No I mean, Brissett's fine, but like you don't have luck to just kind of pull everything together. So it's a tough scene. But I'm pretty sure Colts with and without Ty is a pretty like big yes. stat like spread, right? Uh huh. We've talked about it a lot, and it's pretty evident in general. But Ty is like very yeah. huge for the team, and that's kind of shows a lot on how good he is. But so talk to talk to me about James's performance here. I mean, it was amazingly terrible <laughs> and good, also good, but also bad. <laughs> Classy Jameis, yeah. In, in, our, in our things, we do like things that stood out in a great way, not so great way, and uh, you put Jameis under uh, both of them. <laughs> I said things that stood out in a great way. Jameis, also Jameis, <laughs> for things that weren't good. Yeah, I mean, he just like every week, he's just like fucking throwing bombs out there. I mean, is he the modern day Brett Favre? Is that like inappropriate to say? No, no, like I, I, I get it. I thought too. Like he's not Brett Favre in the sense that like he's not like someone you want as your quarterback. <laughs> but no, in the sense of, like, throwing just too many picks. Like, yeah. He just throws a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many did he have? Three, four? He had three and a pick six. He's definitely he's leading the league in picks by a large margin. He, I think he's, like, right behind Danny Dimes and fumbles. So many turnovers. But he's also second in yards and second in touchdowns. So. Yeah, I mean, 33 of 45 is excellent for 456 yards outstanding and four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. That's like what? And then there's also three interceptions, one being a pick six. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's going to do some dumb boneheaded shit. And that pick six was so bad. Uh (laughs) Just didn't even see Darius Leonard standing right where he was throwing the ball. It's rough. (laughs) Man. But so I did find something on T.Y. Hilton. So, their uh, pass success rate drops four uh, percent when he's out of the out of the lineup. So it's notable. They also pass a lot less in general, but they're pretty even when he's out as far as run pass. But their run their run success rate's way down too. I guess just because like teams aren't really worried about the pass as much. Yeah, they can sell out to stop the run more. Yeah, like the run the run success drops like nine percent, which I guess could be a testament one to that, and the two TIs run blocking possibly as well, hmm. but. Kind of interesting. Turnover percent goes way up too. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably bails them out. Yeah, I mean, it's again when you don't have as much talent or talented options, you're gonna fuck up more. And right. just, and and Brissett was running pretty hot on turnovers too. I'm pretty sure, but he's a, he doesn't have bad ball security, but he does throw picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty safe for the most part. Yeah, he only has six interceptions on the year. It's like, you know, it just it helps having someone like T.Y. because he's going to bail you out of whatever you throw that isn't maybe ideal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's going to give you better options for sure. But this game was a barn burner. So, speaking of, I guess, barn burners or some, like, burning dumpsters or whatever, Texans hosting the Broncos, man. What the fuck was that? Yeah, they just didn't want to try, I guess. They just, they won already. They won the. <laughs> they beat yeah. the Patriots. They don't care what. If... They were content. Like, <laughs> so I guess the first thing is so so Drew Locke, like he showed so like he shown like some like rookie errors, which I mean you expect, but he's been I did not expect him to do as well to start like by any means. So me neither. Uh, he's putting out better numbers than I ever would have expected. I not see this i still don't know if i buy in yet because i'm skeptical mm-hmm. but yeah and like there's we've seen plenty of 
guys come in randomly and do well. Like, I mean, look at Kyle Allen. Like, fucking, like, he bought out at the start. Yeah, he did. Guns. Then you figured out. So, it might be a thing where he does well to finish out the year. Because it is Chiefs, Lions, Raiders. Not, like, tough matchups, per se, by any means. No. Chiefs are probably the hardest matchup of the three. So, that, but Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a thing where, like, you get some tape on him, and then next year people have more to go off of how to, like, you know, make him comfortable. But as of now, he's been doing really well, and it's... I mean, I'm happy for him. Obviously, good for him there. Good for the Broncos. Maybe they found something here. But um, Texans, what the fuck? Yeah, Texans, what the fuck? Bruh. <laughs> like... Every aspect of your team looked hungover. <laughs> yeah, it looked legit. Just <laughs> utter dookie. No Wolf Fuller in this game. But, I mean, Watson still got you there in garbage time. Two rushing touchdowns, just, you know, cucking everyone there. And then Hopkins, you know, caught a bunch, but... The, yeah, dude, his garbage time almost buried me in our in our fantasy. Yeah, dude, he had mad garbage time. I mean, that it saved me on uh, in, in DFS because I had Hopkins, and I was like, oh. And then... Oh, yeah, he got uh, the bomb. Uh-huh. So that was helpful for me getting that touchdown in. But, yeah, dude, they were down 38-3 to at one point. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I like. I don't know what happened. I just. I think it's just an errant game of like, just total. I mean, it was not, yeah, not showing game. up. Hangover yeah. game, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Just did not show up whatsoever, which is why it makes it tough to really say how much I believe in Drew Locke yet. To me, this is the test game for me against the Chiefs because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We keep I keep wanting to jump into next week, but we'll get there. Yeah, but I mean, as far as your luck goes, like it looks like his development curve is because it's saying like so. I wasn't big on Josh Allen at all either, but the potential was there, and like it looks like they're doing a lot to really help him grow. And with, like same with like with Drew Lock, if they can kind of help him grow and reel in some of his issues, and you know, use him at what he's best at, like he had the potential's there for sure. So yeah, I mean. Six four two thirty is the ideal mm-hmm. size. You know how he likes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So next up we have um, Chargers at Jacksonville, which I thought Jacksonville. <laughs> I pulled this out, but Chargers man balled out. Like Eckler, although the the hundred and hundred game was wild. That was so good. You know, man, I, those. Yeah, the Jacksonville looked awful. Mm-hmm. Just everything. Nothing was really clicking. Uh. I think Marone is probably also yes. next three coaches to get fired. Yeah, like, I see you have here. Doug Marone joins left of coaches who will be fired before next year. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's no way yeah. it's back for next season, right? Nope. I don't know who they're placing with, but, like, yeah, definitely not. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Jacks just couldn't get anything going. I, th- I know Shark got hurt and went out for- and had to go out. That didn't help, obviously, but just not clicking today. Chargers just ran all over them. Mm-hmm. Rivers looked good. Yeah, Rivers. So Rivers had 314 yards on 16 completions, which is hilarious. Jesus. Oh, Mike Williams scored, right? Yeah, he finally scored. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was pretty on that, but I mean, so I'm looking at like so Eckler had an 84 yard reception. I think that was probably like a long long touchdown. Then Keenan had a 45. Williams had a 44. Like Henry had a 30. Like there were some big chunk plays all game. The Jags could not stop anything and that was part of one of the things I was talking about was like the Jags defense isn't actually good and we saw that yep they, they uh they yeah just chunk plays that's like the whole game tons of big plays 
Yeah, the touchdowns, 30 yards, 84 yards, 44 yards, like shit. Interesting. Playing the Raiders. Hmm. Yeah, the Chargers, man, what the... They're one of those teams that's also like, what the fuck, like... Yeah, Yeah, they beat up the Packers. So let's... let's, I was going to go through their year. So they beat the Colts, lose to the Lions, lose to the Texans, (laughs) beat the Dolphins, lose to the Broncos, lose to the Steelers, lose to the Titans... Beat the Bears, beat the Packers, lose to the Raiders, lose to the Chiefs, lose to the Broncos, whoop the Jaguars. Like the beating, the beating the Packers is like so random in there. Like what the fuck? The schedule makes no sense. Such a weird team. They're, they're I just never take to get from them at any point ever. So, but also unless I'm mistaking, mistaken, all of their losses are. Like seven points or less, every and single one. Classic Chargers. I think yeah, we talked. We talked about this at some point. Pretty sure. Most of them are just like three points. Yeah. Yep. All their losses are one score games, which is typical Charger. Yep. It's like so. Like somebody took their phone off the charger just a little <laughs> bit too early before they left for work, and it got you through most of the day. But now you're on your way home, and your phone's at one percent. See, I'm thinking, like, you know, like, when you have a charger where, like, the end of it, like, it's too bent and it's exposed, like, the wires, like, sort of work, and you have to, like, kind of push it together or hold it right. Oh, and, like, yeah. That's, that's what these chargers are for me, is, like, if you hold it just right and get it lined up, they're good and they work, but a lot of times, like, it's kind of flimsy and, like, if you're not paying attention to it, it just goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. We're good at analogies. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the Jaguars, man, that was rough. I mean... They do get the Raiders next week, which is not like a tough like defensive matchup, but it seems like one the Raiders should win, especially if there's no chart. But we'll get into that. But oh yeah, I mean Leonard Fournette's about the only super reliable guy if Chark's out. Yeah, I mean you can always take a shot on Minshew. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking great for the Jags. But next up we had Titans at Raiders. Um, oh yeah, we talked about that already. My bad. Yeah, I was just going through these. We talked about that one. Let's see, Chiefs at Patriots. There we go. Um, I picked the pass, but I'm glad they lost. I'm happily wrong there. Um, yeah, I, was, I picked the Chiefs and it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yep. Yeah, we. I mean, the over under for this was I think like 49. Like this is like the highest over under of the week, but it didn't even hit 40. Um, no. Patriots just couldn't get stuff going. Um, I don't give a fuck about the nullified touchdowns. Doesn't matter to me. If you're if you're on the if you got first and eight. As the goal line, you should be able to get that in. One would think, but yeah, you couldn't. That's on them. Also, Jags playoffs. Yeah. Do we need to say more? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. yeah, and like call calls. There, like, if anything, we can just say like getting good or bad calls is part of the variance of football. And there are going to be times when variance swings one or the other. And this is the time when the variance swung poorly for the Pats. So like, I mean, it happens. Like, you're going to get bad, like, good or bad calls each game, and that's. I mean, it's human error. It's variance. It's part of it. So, yeah, every, every team has to deal with it. So, it's annoying, but no one's gonna feel bad for the Patriots, especially one within 24 hours. It comes out that they're cheating more. Oh God, I hope they get penalized. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm curious what'll happen because like, I saw something that like recently, like today, that said like, oh, it's stuff you can you know find on a normal television broadcast. I'm like, eh, whatever. No, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but apparently, like the last time this happened. The Patriots told all the people in their organization that if like 
anyone asked questions that they were filming for like a, a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> that was the funniest part. They just reuse it. So they, like, <laughs> that's what <laughs> when I saw that I lost like, it. Really fucking suspicious. <laughs> like I'm just like wondering what happens. Like so they told the Browns, but not the Bengals of the league, and they're just like, hey guys, like it's chilling there. We're totally not Pats people, or like were they like obviously Pats people? I don't know. It was just so weird. Like. Right. I mean, if, I if they find that, like, they were, you know, like, violating rules and stuff like that, and, like, it was an issue, like, how, okay, how much did the Patriots get penalized, I guess, is, is the thing here? Like, do they, I mean, because last time they lost their first round draft pick, right? Yeah, they should give all of their draft picks to their division uh, teammates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, losing, what, your first three picks at that point? Because, I don't know, because I, I know <laughs> I talked about the Bengals don't want them to forfeit a game because not only the Bengals want to win. No, I don't think they'll forfeit a game, but they'll probably get a huge fine and lose some picks. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we talked about, like, bounty. Like, I brought a bounty gate and, like, the coaching suspensions. Like, do you think they're going for, like, a coaching suspension by chance? Like, I guess it depends on what role, like, Bill had in it maybe, but. Yeah, I mean, if he can exonerate himself, uh-huh. have someone to take the fall for that. Yeah, I was a little looser, but I don't know. they there has to be a huge organizational punishment for it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Love yeah. it. Give me all the drama. Oh, man. But, yeah, Pats couldn't get much going in this game. Um, they're just kind of devoid of talent. They can't run the ball very well either. <coughs> no, not at all. And they're not even really trying. How many mm-hmm. carries did Sony Michelle even have? Five. Exactly. Remember yeah. at the beginning of the week, I was high on him, and then by like the end of the week, I was like, I actually am off mm-hmm. of him now. <laughs> yeah, I guess good thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, so this game was literally just Edelman, and that was it. That was the only guy who was useful for it on the Patriots. How did White do? He was fine PPR. He got like five catches for 27 yards and like 33 rushing yards, but pretty meh. He did throw a pass for 35 yards. But yeah, Chiefs running back situation was murky. Hardman did get a nice long touchdown. I know we talked about that. Um, I guess the one big thing is Darwin did get five targets, which that was kind of, that was kind of my big thing with seeing who the, uh, passing down back was. Yeah. That I, was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I want him to flesh out some kind of role there. His name's Darwin. He has to, <laughs> he has to beat out the competition to survive. Like, come on. <laughs> it's in your name. <laughs> you must be the last one standing. What shall we call this? <laughs> and then, uh, well, man, but we we had a pretty even split between like Kelsey Hill and Watkins as far as like yardage targets and stuff goes. So uh, it's hard to rely on uh, on uh, Sammy though. But yeah, but yeah, good good game in general. Chiefs won. Happy to see Pats lose. Um, great to see. Great mm-hmm. Next up, we had Pittsburgh at Arizona. This game went about how we thought it would. <laughs> pretty <laughs> like, much exactly on script with what we thought would happen. Mm-hmm. Ugly game. Pittsburgh defense holds Arizona to lower scoring. Come out with a win by no more than like a score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think some Did of the watch, watch. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't watch this game at all. Like, I looked back, watched it, like looked at a little bit of stuff, but like I did have there was no desire to watch this. Um, but the main kind of the main takeaway is <laughs> one: Deontay Johnson is good. Um, Benny Snell got a bunch of touches. Like as well, didn't do much with him. So I guess if you know Connor's back, makes you feel kind of good about him getting good. Like Connor getting a good workload, but um, right. Cardinals were kind of a mess this game, but I think we kind of said you know they're like the Pittsburgh defense is good enough to kind of keep them out of relevance for the most part. 
It was like the looked like the Cardinals were able to get some kind of rushing attack against Pittsburgh, which was interesting. It wasn't great, but like all of their running backs combined, their rushing attack was solid. If that makes sense, they were able to get a lot of pass catching going on. So I like yeah, to that me, was that most of it. Yeah, the pass catching was big. Well, next week for Singletary, which is like just a preview sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty much like matchup. Yeah, that's not like not like a standard, but like a common thing. Like when you're going against a really good defense, is get your running back involved in the passing game. Just if you can't get much actual rushing going, because yeah, the running backs combined for let's see five catches on five targets and sixty four yards and a touchdown. So. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a good vulnerability there. Good, good catch on that, but pretty kind of gross game. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charles Clay caught a touchdown. That's kind of neat. That's kind of neat. <laughs> we also talked. We brought up Vance because he's playing like the ultimate terrible tight end team, and we basically said like he just he he hasn't been getting any attention to yeah, work and picking yeah. up nothing this game at all. Yeah, he had bad. like one catch. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry to anyone out there who actually did pick him up. Kind of tried to preface that with like a more. Yep. One target, one catch, three yards, rip. No advanced dance. And <laughs> yeah, next up we had um, in that in that division there we had the Rams hosting the Seahawks and really just kind of waxing them. Yeah, man. I uh, I kind of got that weird feeling throughout the week that this was the Rams game. Hmm. And so yeah, I, I did a little parlay bet with them and uh, the the Niners and the Chiefs, and then I threw in the Vikings too, and that paid out really well. So that was nice. Uh, but yeah, Rams they just at home took care of business. They seemed to return to the run game. I think Malcolm Brown scored. Gurley looked good. Lockett was like still down. Yeah, I just saw something like today. Uh, Pete Carroll saying that he's that he's getting pretty close to full strength. It should be full strength this week. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, like as far as, like, coming back from the flu, I guess he was still, right. like, sort of sick this last game. So. I mean, I get that. The flu sucks. Uh-huh. Like, the actual flu. Ugh, your body just aches for no reason, and your head hurts, and you want to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. That's just Tuesdays, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Tuesday. <laughs> but, yeah, the, ne- the next two weeks, they have Panthers and uh, Cardinals, so. Panthers have kind of deteriorated a bit. The Cardinals, we know them, so maybe Lockett kind of kicks it back into gear for you for the rest of the fantasy playoffs. But Definitely Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D- DK was solid this week, though. Yeah, DK. Dude, it's That's- funny. I still, like, my, I think my worst move this year has been trading DK and draft dollars for Odell. I still thought Odell would turn it around. I didn't expect DK to stay this consistent this early in his career, but that gap has been better than Odell since that trade, I'm pretty sure. I mean... Yeah, I mean, Odell just hasn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't, I didn't know he had a fucking hernia or whatever, or groin or whatever it was. Right. Didn't know he like needed fucking surgery. Like that didn't help. Oh, groin sound surgery sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, just imagine like stitches there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't want that. Look groin. But <laughs> yeah, the big thing in this game was uh, Penny went down and he's out for the year. So uh. Carson Bell cow time. And I guess probably just more passing from Russell Wilson, too. Yeah. Poor Penny. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Carson this week against against the Panthers. Oh. I know, right? Like, that, this is, that's just, like, an obvious one. I know we'll, we'll talk I about know. it. But that one's so fucking obvious. Like, Because I was talking to uh, one of our friends, Josh, about uh, the matchups this week for our d- dynasty or our uh, Delta Sig League. Mm-hmm. 
and just <laughs> so hum's matchups are really good, man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Sometimes the matchups just like. And the playoffs, it can be annoying when your guys have bad matchups and the other team has them, like, middle-range guys with super good matchups. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose this. But I know. <laughs> we have a lot of good matchups this week coming up, though, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for the games this week. But, um, yeah, I guess back to the Rams. The Rams are looking good again. Um, after getting their ass kicked, they've kind of gotten into gear a bit. Yeah. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ravens kicked their ass, and they're like, all right, let's fix some shit. Yeah, it's about time. Now they get to play Dallas. Mm. I honestly think there's a good chance they just smoke Dallas, but yeah, I was looking ahead, and their and the, their defense is pretty cheap in DFS this week um, on uh, on Fanduel. So I was like, oh, I'm interested. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they they've been feeding Gurley more. Higby's been balling out. So if we get no Everett, I'm excited for that. But Robert Woods is scoring touchdowns. Another regression guy who hit for me. Finally. Mm-hmm. The first half of the year was just nothing. Just barren, but... <laughs> yeah, Seahawks, man, they they got to figure something out with their passing game and like their play calling. It's just like, when they need to score, sometimes they just can't. Yeah, I feel like they're just missing a few pieces. Their team, though, is like playing. It's overperforming, but they are deficient in a few areas. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things where, like, oh, some good coaching and a talented team is going to really outdo you. Yep. When you're outperforming, but yeah, that's good division, man. That's, I mean, I guess we're talking about best divisions in the league. That's probably the best one, right? Yeah, because now the Rams look like, I mean, the Rams should be in instead of one of the NFC East teams at the moment. Yeah, because like, we just, can we just like <laughs> scoot that over? Seriously. Because mm-hmm. yeah, someone who should be in is not going to get in between like Minnesota and the Rams, pretty much. Because assuming Seattle holds on and gets in, it's like Rams or Minnesota gets in. So, right, man, and it's most likely Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But at, there's still a race, though. So still a race. Mm-hmm. Expect those teams to super try hard as the year closes out. That's something like something also like moving forward. Like make sure you keep track of which teams like have something to play for. Like keep track of you know milestones and records. Like does this player need some amount of you know, because like, okay, Kenny Dolly, Kenny Dolly, for example, he's leading the league in receiving touchdowns right now. So like, I imagine they'll probably try to keep feeding him so he can keep that lead, you know, on that. Or like, you know, if someone's close on yardage or like any sort of record, like look into that kind of stuff too. Because I think Breeze is like kind of nearing a record too, if I recall. Another one? Yeah. Um, I think it's like an all-time passing touchdown thing, like on the list somewhere. Yeah, he's only 19 behind Peyton. So. Damn. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that was the start of the season. Now he's only two behind Peyton. Damn. And Brady, sure. Brady's one behind uh, Breeze there, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Breeze's week 14 had a good <laughs> good mark. So, yeah, expect Breeze to try to push that. I mean, at home Monday night against the Colts, you've got to think he's going to get those three, right? Yeah. He's going to go for it. But Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But anyway, finishing off our week 14, we had Eagles hosting the Giants, and this one the fucking overtime. I know. So we We're, joked, like, we couldn't yeah. believe this was a nine and a half point spread. No, yeah, that made no sense, and I would clearly we were kind of on to something there. Like, the easiest bet I made all week. <laughs> <laughs> that and the Eli. The other one was the Eli Manning. There was a prop bet that he would have one and a half touchdowns or less, and I was like, uh, yes, over. Mm-hmm. This is the Eagles. 
Eli Manning always plays well against the Eagles. The Eagles usually win, but he usually does pretty well. Mm-hmm. And they have no secondary. He's gotten to rest for eight weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. not, like not having to stress out or play at all. Just to just show up and try to like show people he's still got it a little bit. Yeah, he's going to sling it. Mm-hmm. Agreed, yeah, the yeah. surprise was Darius Slayton. Uh-huh, I yeah. Uh, I, de- I definitely did not expect him to have a good connection with Eli. And it was there. I guess he's, he's just fucking good, and we have to accept that. <laughs> Well, I remember Eli hit him a few times when they were playing together, but it didn't look like he was emerging as one of his targets, mm-hmm. which was, like, the deceiving point. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was hitting um, on Monday night. I do want to say Shepard did also get seven targets to Slayton's eight, so, like, Eli's also still looking for Shepard a ton. So just because it didn't hit for Shepard and it did for Slayton, like, don't get too, too high on one and die on the other, I'd say. But... Yeah, he just didn't reel them in. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but um, kind of transferring over, yeah, Eagles made good second-half adjustments, got back in the game, and uh, Sanders went out. Apparently he was, like, cramping and dehydrated. I guess that was a big thing. But Boston Scott, some guy, one guy who uh, I know we've both been into, and I'd, coming in I was kind of campaigning for as, like, a kind of a deep guy to look at. Boston Scott had a heck of a game. Oh, yeah, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I was uh, actually at the uh, bar with one of my coworkers, and uh, the game was on, and it was. I was like, "Oh, Scott's on the screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my name. That's me." Mm-hmm. But and they're out in Boston now, kind of the opposite <laughs> of Boston feeling. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's had uh, 59 yards rushing and a touchdown, then six catches for 69 nice yards. Nice. So really good day in general. Um, yeah, he's solid. He's basically he's basically like their Sproles replacement, honestly. Yeah, he he really is. Yeah, short, stout, fast, like super good receiving back. Obviously, saw that. Had some nice jukes. He like he put someone pretty much on their butt at one point with a nice kind of like hesitate stutter step. It was good. Yeah, but, he's five six two oh three. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess what is, I think Sproles is about those. I think Sproles is the lighter. I thought Sproles was like one ninety, but he might have been bigger at some point. Sproles, yeah, five six one ninety, so kind of similar. I, I don't know why I knew that off the top of my head. I think I just looked it up so many times that I knew. But <laughs> yeah, basically these are Sproles replacements. So Sproles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boston Scott. Um, just keep on your radar because I mean, going into next year, I guess he and Sanders would probably be the duo. Because I don't know if they'll do Howard, but yeah, went. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, of course, big Ertz game. Nice garbage time second half for Carson Oof. Wentz. There were some so people. Yeah, there were some people feeling so good about their fantasy matchups, and then all of a sudden, just fourth quarter overtime hits, and it's a bad time for some people, a good time for others. Yep. Oh, that was rough to see, Ertz, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he balled out. I knew he was going to score again. Like I just felt him blowing up this game. Yeah, I texted you about it too. <laughs> Earlier yeah. in the week, I was like, dude, Ertz is going to kill me this week. Who else is, like, Carson Wentz going to throw to? Exactly, yeah, because um, Alshon got hurt. That was a big part of it, too. Alshon had to leave this game. Yeah, if well. Alshon didn't leave, Ertz doesn't have nearly as good of a day. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, and same Boston Scott. The tight ends combined for 19 targets. Oof. Well, actually, no, I guess 24, because I forgot Josh uh, Josh Perkins was a tight end, too, because they had to pop him out there. So many tight end oh, yeah. He was basically lined up as wide receiver, but, yeah, man, it's... Yeah, Zach Ertz with the t- uh, touchdown within 
what was it? This was a minute fifty three left, and then in overtime, like fuck, man, he probably say he saved some people and murdered some people. Same with Lentz. It was funny. <laughs> it was good that the Eagles won, though. I mean, mm-hmm. but st- I can't believe that spread. This team is not that good. No, this division is shit. It's trash. It's, <laughs> it's, it's trash. It's, it belongs in a dumpster. But yeah, like a six, seven point game, that seemed more reasonable to me. Maybe even three if it's just like a one t- field goal down. Mm-hmm. But nine and a half was absurd. Nine and a half? And it didn't move at all. I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah, when you lose to the Dolphins, you don't get that kind of kind of leverage for me. No, you don't get that from me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm looking at some of the spreads for next week, I guess, to kind of tease it a bit. I get, oh, let's, let's go ahead and preview Thursday real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So Ravens are currently, I think I'm reading 16 and a half point favorites. Oh, it's gone up. Oof. Yeah, let me let me double check it here. I was looking, I was looking at the ESPN app here with that, but I think mm. it was 15 and a half. So um, yeah, it's up to 16 and a half. It go up into 14. So really, really rough scene here for for your Jets. Um, yeah, I know. I'll yeah. still be watching. Yeah, Ravens have the implied total of 30.75. While uh, Jets are Jets are way down there and applied to the fourteen point two five, so Oof. not a good time there. But um, so obviously Lamar Jackson. Outside of that, where, where are you at? Any Jets you want to get into? Ooh, no, man. Okay, so I do have some thoughts on this game. Um, obviously Baltimore is a heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. If you just went by point differential alone, it's like a 280 uh. point swing. Uh, the only thing is, like, the Jets do kind of play up and down to expectations. So, just in general, I do expect the Jets to overperform this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Baltimore in the rain on a short week with little practice that Baltimore doesn't really have to do any special planning for. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I am in the mindset that this will be a spread cover yeah 16 uh, and a half is a lot i agree 16 and a to... half is a lot and i don't believe the jets are like will even sniff victory at all but mm-hmm. i do think it's possible they lose by 12 8 7 something like that um unfortunately like fantasy wise the only guys i really like are lamar i like the tight end one for the Ravens, whoever that ends up being. Like, if Manjus plays, definitely Manjus. If not him, then probably Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Who Hayden Hurst had, like, that long touchdown last week. Yeah. He, I think he hit, like, 20 miles an hour or something. Well, yeah, he was drafted before. Yeah, he uh, was drafted first Manjus. round, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he was the assumed starter, and Manjus took over, but Hurst is still good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting one to me is uh, Marquise Brown. Mm-hmm. Because this is a defense that sucks against wide receivers. Mm-hmm. This is something we know. Yep. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I guess I have to say I like Brown this week. He, My gut instinct liked him at the start because the Ravens don't really take their foot off the gas no, at yeah, all. And even if they are plowing the Jets, they're still going to keep taking shots with Brown. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've won games by just absurd amounts this year. Yeah, and they like that point differential. I want to keep that growing. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to see how many games I've won by more than uh, more than the 16 and a half. Let's see. One, um, two, three, four, five. Yeah, they won five games by more than the spread for what it's worth. Yep. 
Um, Thursday night game though, it's a little tougher. Like I don't, I feel I, I agree with you there as far as it like not being as big of a, a spread, just because you know it's a Thursday game. Those are always grosser, but yeah, they're usually like grosser teams haven't prepared as much because they start practice on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> can't really do a whole lot there. So, but yeah, I'm not I'm, any Jets. It's a no for me, dog. Oh, it's a no for me too. I mean, I. It's hard to bench Bell because he's going to get volume. But other than that, like, I mean, it's, it's hard to think of where a touchdown is even going to come from here as the only issue. Exactly. I'm. I am off of Robbie. I was on Robbie for a couple weeks there. He likes to hit his streaks, but I'm probably off him again. Yeah, he could I'm, get an air, you know, just a a bomb because it's it's Robbie. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Ryan Griffin's already been rolled out too. Marcus Peters should just feast. Yeah, who even is know. who even is the Jets tight end now? Let me. I guess I'll pull up that lineups.com you sent me and see who the Jets have at tight end now. I mean, I guess Crowder would be the only guy I would feel like maybe just because if they're yes. decimated at tight end, that's kind of the one spot where you can maybe get something going or just kind of pure desperation. But all right, so Jets. I agree, here, guys. You know. I like. I'm on Crowder. Hmm. It's it's either Daniel Brown or Trevon Wesco, which I guess I'm interested Daniel Brown. in. Do what? Daniel Brown is the is the guy. Gotcha. I guess I mean Wesco is is I mean is he healthy? First of all, I guess I have to look into that. Well, they put him at fullback. Okay. Because Wesco is someone I kind of liked um, out of the draft, because you know, yeah, draft is loaded at tight end, but. Like he, he has an excellent blocker. That's mm-hmm. why they drafted him. But like, He's it's always cool shit. to see those guys if they develop hands, if they can mm-hmm. become useful in the offense. If Trevon Wesco does get like the ball at all, I'll get really excited and be like, "Hey, that guy!" Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess yeah, I guess maybe Crowder. But dude, I I don't want to start. It. I don't want to play any of the Jets this game. It feels not good. It feels not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I not mean, Darnold either. No. Yeah. So as far as so are you? I'm. I'm not really feeling Mark Ingram just because the Jets actually do have a decent run defense for the most part. Um, I'm. I Ingram will be fine because yeah. if it's a rainy game, uh-huh. like that's what you do. You hand it off. Yeah, that's the thing. Like even though their run defense has been good, like if the Ravens are scoring a bunch, like Ingram can easily fall into touchdowns for sure. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm fine on Ingram. His volume will be there, and Jamal Adams, strong safety, excellent. Great tackler. He's huge for the run defense. That's oh, like gosh. what he's biggest for. So Who... like, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like not having him will seriously impact their ability to stop Mark Ingram at all. Yeah, I was gonna say and Lamar Jackson. Like, is this another oh, yeah, kind of like what are the odds Lamar pops off another forty-yard touchdown run this game? Like, that seems like a high probability here. Well, Lamar should just run like all over them. Yeah, and pass all over them too. Like honestly, this this is the perfect spot for him to s- cement, put in stone MVP case. Like primetime game, everyone's watching. Yeah, just just dong your yep. MVP. It most likely gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sorry. This is not looking great for your for your team here. It's all right. There's part of me that wants to just start Darnold to like go all in on it. <laughs> Like Darnold versus Jackson. Yeah, dude, uh, the draft class battle, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I wonder how some of the like I wonder how like these other teams feel looking at it. Huh. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad Lamar went where he did. But Oh uh, yeah. 
So I I do assume you're picking Baltimore though. Oh yes. Yeah, same. Um, I I will say I'm also on board with Baltimore's defense and their kicker, Dustin Tucker, best kicker in the league by far. But those are kind of givens. I'm sure people are playing them. Yeah, so I'm really big on Justin Tucker this week. Mm-hmm. I think he has a like one of those 15 to 20 point games. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll list Crowder as a stream. Uh, PVR mostly is probably RP on that. So. Yeah, he's another guy with a he had a ton of uh, yards after catch. I think. Yeah, I mean he's always been a big yak guy though as a thing. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on on Robbie this week. I think it'd be more of a Crowder week, if anything. But I don't feel he's like desperation PBR stream. Not like anyone I feel great about. Yeah, mash the Jets. That's yeah. Just <laughs> put that in the mash there. Uh huh. Seems, seems safe. But Crowder did get seven targets last week, so there's that. But yeah, it's not a uh, not appetizing at all. No, and I'll. I'm just gonna pop Bell in an under stream because like I still think he does fine. Yeah. So I get. I guess kind of. I mean, haven't dug in much, but as far as who you're playing over Bell, or like who you're playing Bell like over versus whatever. I think that's kind of like an important thing. So I guess like one baseline, honestly, like Bell or Raheem Mostert, even Mostert. I think I agree. The Falcons. Oof. Yeah, it's close, but I think it was PPR Bell, but half or none, I'd say Mostert. Okay. What about? Let's see. Um, I'm looking into it. I mean, Philip Lindsay. Or Le'Veon Bell. Love Bell. That one's pretty close for me. I also I I also don't think the Broncos are gonna be as good this week. Mm-hmm. And then um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. One more. So Kenny and Drake against Cleveland or or Love Bell mm, against Cleveland. Yeah, that one's tough too. I'd still go Bell. Yeah, that one's close. I I think. That one is similar to what I saw last week about Cook. Like, it's more of a how much upside do you need? Because I personally don't think Lebel's got, like, much upside this week. I don't think he has much upside, but I think he has a safe, like, 12-point floor. Yeah, I doubt Yeah, I doubt he gets you below, like, 12. Definitely not below 10. But right. I watch him get, like, 9. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, yeah, Kenny and Drake definitely has a higher ceiling, I'd say. So, But, yeah, that's where it gets tough, so... Um, we'll be back tomorrow to preview the rest of the week's games. We just wanted to get the Thursday one in, so it was uh, available and uh, with enough time before the game. And we'll, we'll also hit on some of the injuries tomorrow as well because we'll have plenty of info for that. Yeah, a little more information. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have more to talk about with that. And then we, we'll update anything we find out about the Thursday game, but see what we find on the tight ends. But probably won't know too much by the time we record. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a good game. But, um, Thank you all for tuning in, and we hope uh, you enjoy Lamar's uh, probable dominance. Probable d- dominance. <laughs> dominance. Oh, man, I'm, that's a great word. Look at us. Classic Shakespeareans. Wordsmiths. <laughs> I made this for you. Was it? I, I made this for you. Have you seen that video? I don't think so. It's a, it's a hot Kool-Aid thing. The guy is like, guy makes some hot Kool-Aid. He's like, why'd you make me hot Kool-Aid? He's like... I made this for you. It's such like an old YouTube video back when YouTube like wasn't like corporate monetized, whatever. It's like OG YouTube. Right. Like Numa Numa dance. Yeah. That kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Let me see when this was. Was this like, this is probably 10 years ago, right? Oh gosh. Woof. Woof. Um, yep. July 22nd, 2009 has 26 million views though. Yikes. Mm Mm-hmm. Now so many people are on YouTube. (laughs) Gosh, but 
Anyway, this has been our uh, week 14 review, and uh, we hope you all have a good week.